Hey everyone, uh, welcome to Lot C2. Uh, I'm Mike, and I'm joined here by Alex. Hello. Uh, and this is just a little idea I've been throwing around for a while. We're both car enthusiasts. Um, probably good good to get that out of the way. Neither of us are professional drivers, stunt drivers, whatever, or mechanics, but we are car enthusiasts. Um, and on today's episode, first episode, I thought it would be a good idea if we talked about our personal history of cars, the cars we've owned uh, since we started driving. We're both in our mid-20s, so we have, haven't have been driving for a long time, you know, a lot of time, but enough time to have multiple cars, so I figured we would uh, talk about that today. Alex, how are you doing? Well, I'm pretty good. I, I wanted to say that I... I think that we're professionals at doing some stuff like making things work in certain situations with uh, unconventional items like rolls of the uh, garden hose connectors from your local Lowe's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. The whoa, whoever that dealer that bought my Mustang. Oh, boy. Are they going to be mad when they start looking into it? <laughs> Oh, man. We'll have to get into that a little bit. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, all right. Well, uh, I am 24. Got my license when I was 16, as as you do in the Midwest here, um, if you're at all into cars or like motor anything, anything with an engine, anything with wheels that moves uh, on its own. So uh, I guess we'll start from the beginning. Um, my, well, I guess going back... Uh, I turned 16, got my license, and I wanted a car. I didn't know what car I wanted. Actually, I did know what car I wanted. I wanted a Camaro. No way. Which is going to be kind of funny when you... Uh, I never knew you wanted a Camaro. As we go, yeah, I... Yeah, actually, my dream car, when it came out, was the uh, 2010 ZL1. Um, oh, Lord. I thought that was the coolest thing. Um, and then... So I got my license 2012, and I was looking at cars and i looked at camaros and i didn't want a fourth gen i wanted a fifth gen uh but they were too expensive uh so i'm like okay all right well all right let's look at the challengers all right those are too expensive so i moved on to mustang and i'm like oh okay these are cheap they've been out since the modern generations been out since 2005 so i'm like okay all right look at those so i started shopping around um and found locally a v6 mustang with a five-speed manual now keep in mind i didn't know how to drive stick at all um at this time <laughs> uh actually let me step back the whole reason why i wanted a pony car in the first place was that summer my dad got the chevelle oh i see you've seen with yeah um right yeah early that summer 2012 or no, it was 2013, the summer after. Got my license. I got my license in November, so I didn't. I, I had to go through a winter before I could drive in nice weather. Um, so yeah, in uh, May 2013, my dad got the Chevelle, the '69 Chevelle SS 396, four-speed, the whole the whole shebang. And that was what kind of like, all right, well, I want a muscle car, you know, which muscle cars don't really, well. In the sense of the word, don't really exist anymore, technically, because they're all pony cars, technically. But 
that doesn't really mean anything that's anymore. That's a topic for another since, day. Uh, yeah, yes, it is. So anyway, I found this 2005 Mustang, five-seat manual. Cool, great. It had, <laughs> I think when I bought it, it had 140,000 miles on it. Oh, I is, forgot about all of this. Yeah, I kind of pushed it out of my mind, too, because it's been so long. But yeah, it had 140,000 miles on it. We paid, I believe, 6,900 nice for the car. <laughs> um, and my dad had to drive it home because I did not know how to drive stick. So I followed him home uh, in, I don't know what we took there. Either took the, uh, what, 20, either took the Stratus or the green XJ Cherokee over there. One of those two. And picked up the car. And my first experience uh, that day brought it to a parking lot. I stalled the thing like 20 times in a row. It was, ooh, I wanted to sell it. I was so disappointed. Like, I thought, you know, because I was 16 and I was cocky. I'm like, oh, it'll be easy. It'll be, yeah, you know, you just... You just do it. I watched a YouTube video. I knew how to drive stick, of course. Um, I can drive manual in Forza, so it's the same thing. Blah. So, anyway, I hated it. I wanted to sell the car. I, like, was so distraught. Anyway, fast forward literally 24 hours, and I got down, got it down. It's It was really just going from a stop. Moving from a stop was the hardest, most scary thing that i mean you know you're inside of a car that you're you paid for that you insure and there's other people around you and it's like man if i roll back into and there's the sky, traffic coming at you yeah yeah right yeah you're sitting at an intersection and you're like on a hill and you're just like oh my god <laughs> like i'm gonna be stranded here i'm gonna have to call someone to come come get me <laughs> uh so i got that car uh it had a Flowmaster muffler on it and it was tuned, but it was tuned, whoa, not great, I don't think. It was weird. I know this because it had a neutral rev limiter, which is not factory on those cars. Usually they should rev to redline and neutral, but that car did not. Um, Why would they put that in there? I don't know. Oh, it's like really primitive launch control. Like, you, you can... You're, if you if your speed is below like five or whatever, it'll lock you at four grand, so you can bounce off the limiter. And then when you dump the clutch, oh, I see. Yeah, the car. Yeah, the car also had four ten gears, so uh, good acceleration. Horrible, to- uh, horrible top end. The speedometer was not corrected, so those cars had a speed limiter at one hundred and fourteen. However. Uh, when I was when the speedometer was at one fourteen, the car was actually doing ninety three, so I didn't or ninety one or something. So I didn't actually <laughs> go over a hundred in my first car because quite literally the computer would not let it because it thought it was doing one hundred and fourteen. <laughs> um, yeah, that was my first car, and quickly after I bought it, uh, started getting. Well, it overheated twice, like with a week or two after I got it. But I thought maybe that's because I suck at driving and I was leaving it in first for a really long time just so I wouldn't have to shift as much, you know, the Altman way. <laughs> uh, and it overheated twice at different times. 
like days apart and I thought nothing of it. And then I started to smell something sweet, syrupy, and then started seeing white smoke coming out of the exhaust and uh, started Googling around. Uh, told me to check the oil cap, pulled the oil oil cap, and lo and behold, there's that milky residue right there. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no, indeed. So the last time I drove the car was the Xbox One release date. I drove to Best Buy to pick up the Xbox, and that's a story in itself because I went there. My mom actually was the one who reserved it because I didn't have $500 in my name. So she, like, she's the one who paid, like, it was under her name. I, I paid, I, like, paid her the money, but she, like, put it on her card because I didn't have a card at that time. And they wouldn't give me the Xbox. We had the same last name, the same address, but because I wasn't my mom, they wouldn't give me the Xbox. <laughs> so I sat in the... Did the Xbox Ones really come out that recently? Yeah, November 2013. Well, I mean, that's like eight. eight. No, you you had that car until 2014. Well, yeah, well, the last time I drove it before I had the engine replaced, which we're getting to. (laughs) Oh. Right. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, the last time I drove it was to pick up the Xbox. And then right after that, we... uh, Actually, I remember my parents didn't want me to drive it there, and I'm like... The hell with you. I'm getting damn Xbox and Forza 5, which turned out to be crap, but that's whatever. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, we I had the car brought in to the same guy that works on my dad's Chevelle. Uh, he took, I think, the front of the engine off, and he said, I can't remember. The only, one thing I, that stands out most to me, well, they drove it onto the tow truck. Like, they drove it onto the flatbed to bring it there. Uh, when I was I was gone at school, uh, when when he got the car and opened up the engine, one of the timing chains was off. Like, oh. off. I don't know how that works. Uh, there was because there's Did a f- one of the links snap. Like, was the chain broken? He just said it was off, and I I don't know if there's. A, there's got to be a front and back because the car was driven onto the tow truck, but when they got it. One of the timing chains was off. I, I, and That's weird. I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah, I didn't either. So they were going through the engine, and then like a month went by, and then he's like, well, we're probably going to have to replace it. So anyway, long story short, I drove the car in November. I didn't get it back until like February or so. It had a new engine, and so they had a new uh, ECU which didn't know what water was. Anytime it rained, the car would go into limp mode for like two months, which was fun. It's bizarre. Yeah. So eventually it stopped, but that yeah, was sort of my first Mustang. And then um, to end this story, uh, Alex and I went to school together, uh, started in fall 2014, uh, college. I remember walking to class one day, pulled out my phone, went on Craigslist, back before Craigslist wasn't shit for cars or anything like that and does it even exist anymore yeah dude when i was looking for shelby's i went on craigslist and i found nothing it was it's terrible and it's i can't remember the last time i went on craigslist yeah well mine was the last time i actually used it was when i was walking to class that day pulled it up searched 
2005 Mustang GT because I was like, all right, well, it's time for an upgrade. Um, the V6 was good to learn in. It was nice to have fun in my last year of high school. And I got two summers with it, whatever. And like the first or second listing was a black 05 Mustang GT manual, had 80,000 miles on it, and it had red leather interior. And holy shit, did I want that red leather interior. Um, but yeah, anyway, that is the car I eventually bought. But uh, let's hear about your first car. Okay. So my first car, and just for the record, both of our first cars, um, we still had them when we met each other at NIU, I think. Yeah? Yes, we did. I had my first car a little bit longer than you did, though. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say. Okay. Yeah. So my first car wasn't quite as exciting, but uh, still had some fun with it. Um, my car was actually a family car. My, uh, grandparents bought it brand new when I was a baby. I actually went with them to, uh, the dealership when my grandpa brought it home. There's a picture of me. I have it somewhere. There's a picture of my grandpa standing next to the car holding me. Um, it was a 1996 Saturn SL2 gold, um, I guess back in the day, they uh, it says Saturn on the rear bumper, and I guess they used to paint those like an accent color, oh. and my grandma actually made them take it off because she thought it looked stupid. Really? Well, like a she made them like a black inserts or something. What? Yeah, I don't know what they would have painted it. I don't know. I mean, what could you have possibly painted to go with gold? I mean, I feel like it would have had to been black or maybe like a wine red or something right here i feel like anything else would just look stupid yeah i'm on google uh images right now i'm not finding any i wonder if that was a rare option well anyway it never it never came to be with uh that car because my grandma made them painted over right but one of one ever it was pretty interesting looking yeah wouldn't that be something? <laughs> so, um, I'm trying to think. They they had the window sticker in the glove box, and it was kind of interesting seeing what was an option on those cars. Like, that was back in the day when oh, right. AC was still an option. Yeah. So, um, I don't know what else was an option there was, on that I, car. I remember. I know the AC was. Yeah, we went through it once. And you found, I can't remember, I don't think it was AC, I think it was something even crazier than that. It wasn't even like powered locks or anything like, it was something. Power locks was an option. Right. Um, um, the stereo, the factory stereo that it had, which you never saw because I had a different head unit put in it uh, after like a year of owning it, less than a year actually, like six months. Because it only played a uh, cassette. But well, that's all you had, need. Uh, you, come on. Well, I mean, back at the time, you know, still had my iPod Touch, and I wanted to play that. You put in, a like, a 45 player. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I wasn't quite back in... I wasn't quite uh, as into the records back then. Right. So, um, 
But no, the factory stereo that it came with had like one of those 90s AF equalizers. Yeah, yeah. So it had that. If you turn the bass all the way up, it would literally like rattle the shit out of the interior door panels. Dude, I remember that. I remember, yeah. I remember going to the uh, going to the Walmart to get <laughs> gloves or whatever when it was getting cold for uh, we're gonna say drum gloves, line. Steve. <laughs> oh, that's when you, <laughs> yeah, that's when you lit up the tires uh, going th- <laughs> rounding the corner from Annie Glidden on the Lucinda, right? Yes, I did. We were turning left onto Lucinda, and I just literally foot to the floor. That was when I kind of started realizing, like, this car's not going to break if I beat on it a little bit. So I started having a bit more fun yeah. with it. Right. And Oh, yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. Yeah, your exhaust modification. Yeah, we'll get there. But <laughs> so, yeah, um, my grandparents owned it since new. I want to say... By the time I got it, it had like 93K on it, 93,700 something. They took, it's not bad. They took really good care of it. I mean, if you know Saturns, you know that one of the um, alluring features is the plastic body panels so they don't get like body rust. That, I forgot about that. That's a good point. I mean, you don't see many Saturns at all anymore, but the ones you do, yeah, they never have rust. Yeah, and that's, I mean, this one had rust. Like, uh, the rear, this was a, the SL2 is the sedan. The uh, 2 stands for dual overhead cam, which bumps it from, like, 90 horsepower to 124 horsepower. Well, that's, I mean, that's pretty good. I didn't get a dual overhead cam car until yesterday, so, I mean, you got me beat there. Didn't your other GT have dual overhead cams? Nope, the three valves are single overhead cam. Really? Um, yes, they are. I actually, it's did not three. Know it's that. like, yeah, that's why the whole three valve thing. It's like the only reason three valve existed is because Chevy axed the Camaro. The Mustang had no competition, so they had no reason to bank a better engine. So they got the three valve. Huh. Was not aware. That's of my that. opinion on it, at least. Yeah, I yep. I didn't have a. I haven't had a dual overhead cam car until right now. Well, I had one for my first car, and I have one now, which we'll get to later. But, um, yeah, they took pretty good care of it. They didn't need it anymore because my grandparents had retired. And I had just turned 16, literally went and got my license the day that I was eligible to get it. And then a few days later, um, they gave me the car because they were retired. They didn't need it anymore. And yeah, that's basically how I learned to uh, wrench on cars, how I learned to replace spark plugs, change the oil. Uh, stuff like that. That car, it mostly had like maintenancey stuff, new battery, new alternator. Um, didn't really do anything exciting with it the first couple years I owned it. Really, till I got out of high school, the only thing I did that was really exciting was uh, 
get that head unit put in there and it actually had uh it had a little trailer hitch on it because my grandpa used to pull a small utility trailer with it and boy was this thing rusted to hell yeah i said what are those rated tow i don't know but it pulled it one thousand pounds yeah Hmm. it was probably pulling about that maybe a little less Right, 38 highway with the manual, 36 with the auto. Jeez, I wish. Oh, man. That's. Oh, yeah. That's even. That's fantastic. I could. For today, that's really good. The SL1's got a little bit better fuel economy, but I mean, I could beat on this thing and I would never get below, like, upper 20s combined. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, it was four speed automatic, but. It did okay. It um Wow yeah. It had this little switch next to the gear lever. I don't know if you remember, it was like a performance mode switch. Oh right. I don't think it did it literally did nothing from what I could tell. That's I'm trying to like for then like it's not tightening up the suspension or anything or making the steering heavier. No. The only thing I could think it's doing, and this is like barely, because '96 was the first year of OBD2, I think. Yeah, it was um, either '95 or '96. Yeah, the only thing I can think of is that it would hold hold gears longer. See, and that's like it would, that's what I think it did probably. That made that made sense. Yeah, I mean that thing was the Saturn. It's the gold SL two. I mean, like you know, that's the Saturn. Yes, uh, where my Snapchat name comes from, and the whole nine yards. Yeah, right. I mean, that's I like. I didn't. I thought like nothing, like not good or bad of, of Saturn, like at all, until I met you, and I'm like, then I had like. I I got that small appreciation for Saturn after that because it's it's like the underdog. They've always been the underdog. They were like kind of de- they they debuted as the underdog. It's you know it's Saturn. Oh yeah, it's they were made to be like a cheap little Econobox throwaway car. And I mean, there's tons of them out there that still run. I'm sure if this thing hadn't met its untimely somewhat demise, it would have still been running. Um. Well, that's, yeah, that would have been, a, it, w- it really would have been a perfect candidate for a manual swap, I think. Oh, yeah. I would have loved to do some. I had this idea in my head when I was in high school, like, before I knew how anything worked, that I was going to, like, bolt a turbo onto it, which people have done, but, I mean, with how much that thing burnt oil, I'm sure it would not have lasted long before I blew something up. I mean, honestly, though, that... Well, I know. All right, I know. I know. We keep kicking around the idea of getting a, a beat up SRT four. What if we got a, a Saturn and slapped an eBay turbo on it? That would be pretty fun. It'd probably be a little bit cheaper too, since everyone wants, you know, five grand for their clapped out SRT fours. Are they Are they going up? Uh they're kind of stagnant right now, I think. I still would really like one someday, but they're all just so clapped. Yeah, that's it's you have to make that conscious decision. It's like you get you get one that's a piece of crap and then, you know, it's 
Wow. All right. I'm on card gurus right now. Dude, two some listed of them are local. Some are going. They're, they're both over. Sorry, go well, ahead. They're both twelve grand. I'll just tell you, they're both twelve grand. Oh the yeah, two that there's are local. some that are listed for like absurd prices, but those are like the, uh, you know, collector immaculate all stock forty eight thousand miles or whatever. Yeah, this one's got sixty two, and this one has ninety. They're both twelve grand. Two thousand four and 03. Grand oh, the 04. It for. A ninety thousand dollar, ninety thousand mile neon. Yeah, just put it on nationwide. Okay, here. Oh my god, an 05 SRT four with seventeen thousand miles. Guess is the it price. the is it the blue and white one? God damn it! How did you know that? Because I've seen it on Facebook before. They want like twenty eight grand for it, right? Twenty five now. Isn't that nuts? But yeah, I mean, here's one next to it. I don't know if this is if this if the guy just listed it wrong. Hundred and seven thousand miles for twenty four five. No way. What the hell is that? What is that? No way. What is this? Yeah, five owners. <laughs> twenty. <laughs> oh my 28 god! Highway really? <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get into. You know so how many ridiculous. owners my car has now. It's well, yeah. All right, here's one where the entire front end is like looks like fake, crappy carbon fiber. What do we got? As you do as a neon owner. Forty thousand miles, ten grand. How much did Speev pay for his? I want to say he paid like four. He didn't pay that much? Yeah. And it was all. And his stock. was low miles. Yeah, his was stock, low miles in the sunburnt orange or whatever, rare color. I don't know if I'd say he, it's rare. I think it's an 05 only color, but I don't know how rare it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. I think I. I think well, that one's 05 only. Maybe the blue is 04 only. I know that for sure. And I think the yellow is 03 only. Yeah, that guy at uh, who worked at the uh, dining hall had the yellow one. I think he did. Still he ever has come it. to a I think meet? I've seen that car around. No, not that oh, I shit. can remember. Right, and then and then we have the ACRs, which are honestly those are pretty cool. <laughs> Doug Demuro reviewed one of them. Yeah, he did, and I mean the point. Okay, the point he makes about how. It's not a neon, it's an SRT4 is the funniest shit because it's so true that it really is how they are. Most of these guys. Reminds um, us of someone we know. Yeah, I was about to say, speaking of Calibre SRT4s, I really do think just because they're weird and not really desirable, I really do think... like. One of those with like 500 miles is going to come up for sale in like 20 years for like 50 grand. Just watch. It's going to happen. Yeah, I think because it's just like, okay, everyone knows the Neon SRT4. I see anytime someone posts a caliber SRT on like any Facebook group, I'll see people come in and just have no idea that it even existed, that it ever existed. And it's just. Yeah, that's going to be one of those cars. I th- I really do feel like 
that well-preserved right. examples are going to go for a lot. I mean, neons are going to go for more, mainly because they're more abused. And then calibers, because no one knows what the hell they are, that they even existed. I would think. Well, I mean, you could say the same thing for the SRT6. Oh, yeah. Do you think those are going to really go up in price? Not soon, I don't. Eventually, but we're probably like a decade out from that, really. I'll check. I've To this day, I think I've only seen maybe two in person. We saw that one at the Paul Walker meet. Um, oh, I forgot about that. And I've seen one at uh, the Mopar show in Belvedere. Right. I mean, honestly, they're, they're cheap. So there's two... Oh, okay, that's the same car. They listed it twice because they're that kind of dealer. Um, eighteen grand, thirty-five thousand miles. Uh, fourteen, sixty-three thousand. I mean, that's not bad, I guess. I mean, you you know, yeah. you're getting a supercharged AMG Mercedes for that. I mean, what are those? What are those even? What were those? Uh, was the MSRP on one of those bad boys? Forty-five grand! Holy balls! Imagine paying forty-five grand wow. for a Crossfire. <laughs> they get twenty-four highway An AMG Crossfire. Yeah, yeah, right. They that mileage is dog shit. My G, my Mustang. What's the city one? It's seventeen twenty-four. City rating. Yikes! My. The, my Mustang GT got better than that. I know it has a blower on it, but, like, come on. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. Anyway, um, back to the first car. <laughs> a little sidetracked, but uh, that's okay. It happens. it happens. It's the way it goes. Way she goes. Way she goes, boys. Um, so... That car was the first time I drove without power steering because I was on my way home from work one night and uh, my tensioner decided to go. So I, out of nowhere, like lost my lights, uh, lost my power steering, lost my radio, like, you know, everything, because everything runs off of that. Right. And that was a little scary. I'm sitting here, you know, trying to drive, you know, yank on the wheel and hoping that my car doesn't overheat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Made it home. That was uh that was an interesting time. Um So, anyway, fast forward so we can get through this one here cuz it's boring. I ended up putting a glass pack on it cuz the muffler rusted out and I didn't really realize Probably could have realized if I would have just looked at the damn shape of the resonator. Didn't realize that a glass pack was supposed to replace the resonator. So well, I just yeah. put it in the uh, muffler position. That's what I would have done. So don't beat yourself up over that one. But uh, it sounded okay. My favorite part was if you were like cruising in fourth gear... And you let off the gas, like, real suddenly, it would uh, backfire. So that was fun. Yes. Oh, I found a new love for I don't backfire. know if I ever showed you that or not. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, when, when, yeah, when I was in it a few times, you, 
I remember that. I remember you mentioning it, and I remember us doing that. Um, that's oh man, I I have a newfound love for burbles. Uh, yeah, no, it used to, cause it used to sound like a gunshot. It, like it would do like one loud pop, right, and then it would burble for a little bit for a few seconds. Mm, I wouldn't necessarily call it a gunshot, but yeah, there'd be a couple that were like louder than others, right. I just I just looked it up. Those things weigh twenty four hundred pounds. That is insane. Oh yeah, they're super light. Uh, I wonder if I can. Uh, let's see if I can find the strut tower width. Um, no. Wow. Oh, it's okay. I will. I'll. I'll see how it is. This is. It's first episode, so we're doing the best yeah, we can. Hopefully, it doesn't get too um, messed up. Because um, twenty four hundred pounds. Because we'll get to this in a, in a few minutes here. But I have that three valve <laughs> engine still, still. Hopefully, and the trans with the upgraded clutch. Can you imagine a three valve like SL two? It's like twenty four hundred pounds. That would be insane. Or any that type of V eight in an SL two. I know there's uh there's some people that have put the LS four in them. Uh, front wheel drive. Yeah. Those that LS would be engines. undrivable. Just burnout machine. Let's do the math. Power to weight. All right, eight pounds per horsepower in the SL2. Let's do my car now just for shits. All right, so we're at eight pounds per horsepower in the SL2. Dude, if we put three valve in an SL2, it would have the same power to weight as my car has right now. No shit. Yeah, that would be... That would be fast. And That's I already have a trans. Incredible. Yeah, that would be so fast. Wow. Okay. That's that's something to keep in the back of our minds. Oh yeah. I'm down for that. For when for when this podcast goes goes uh gets all successful and we can uh <laughs> make money off it, we can buy an SL two and three valve swap it. There we go. So, oh my god, that would be insane. This car met its end because um I don't think there was really anything super exciting. I mean, I you I kind of decided that I was going to Huh? You can go to the details if you want. Well, I'm you just... had quite a day, you know, beforehand. And and that day. I mean, no, was, or was it that day or the it day was... before? It was that day, right? Mm, it was like It was like the previous 24 hours, but I'm not going to get into that. Um, um, That's fair. That's fine. I didn't really do... I like plasti-dipped the rear spoiler because the clear coat was coming off. I was just trying to... I'm sure if I still had that car, I would have like cut the springs, like put a roof rack on it. The, the spoiler did look good. Uh, the dip spoiler did look yeah, good Yeah, that on came it. out nice. That's thinking back on that is what's kind of making me want to uh, dip my wheels, and because I think they would look good in black. I can help you. Actually, now that I have the car, man, I will. What What are you doing tomorrow? 
You want to dip your wheels tomorrow? I think I'll it drive might be out. a little too chilly to do it tomorrow. I want to make sure the dip's gonna. That's a good point. Is well. there? Yeah, is there a? That's a good point. Is there a temperature limit I mean, for a dip? When I did it in on the Saturn, it was like June, I think, so it wasn't really an issue. I mean, yeah. I would, you know, I would hate to use up all the cans and get all that crap all over my wheels and just find out that it's not adhering and the dip looks all shitty. But no, that's, that's a good point. Actually, I have like three cans unopened in my garage. I mean, like if you, if you want to do oh, it, that would have been nice to know before I bought six of them. Yeah. I, well, I forgot, <laughs> I forgot I had them, um, until recently. I bought them when I had my, my first GT. When I remember when I dipped the wheels, that's why I bought them all. Yes. Which Sass. Uh, sass. Which I I don't know. I I'm yeah. I don't know about the with that car. The the base wheels were Yeah. I don't know. I like the bullets, the bullet wheels a you lot know, more. And Yeah, the wheels on your second GT were a lot better. But yeah, the classic. those wheels in a in a way, they kind of remind me of the wheels that, like the ones that are on the Shelby. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah, because the ones they're like a, yeah, they're like an Aldi version. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that's right. Because it's like you could you could tell they were base model, but they they weren't. They didn't look bad. But it's just that the premium wheels were so much better. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but, um, so that was in the summertime. This was summer 2015. And then, uh, changed the starter on it. That was fun. Me and my buddy did that in, uh, in our friend's driveway. Got oil and crap all over our hands. Yep. And, you know, the, the starter was very well placed on that one. Where was and, it? And, uh, it was like, I can't even, I'm trying to think of how I could word it. Basically, you had to reach up and like in toward the engine from underneath. Oh, from the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. And like you could, you could barely see it from the top of the car. Yep. One of those. Yep. Yeah. It was definitely one of those. Not fun. So we did that, and um, the flex pipe rusted, so it sounded like ass. <laughs> had that fixed, and then um, it was the we started our sophomore year. You were in the house; I was living in Grant, and um, it was the end of our first week of classes. And I, I was in a bad mood. I shouldn't have been driving. Um, I wasn't like intoxicated or anything, but I wasn't in a good mood and I just wasn't paying as close of attention as I should have been. And, uh, I hit somebody and, uh, pretty, I mean, I didn't destroy the front end, but you know, I destroyed the hood, burst the radiator, um, the like front area where the fan attaches got pushed back. I mean, the car still ran, you know, it still drove, but the front end was 
pretty dicked after that. Right. Ironically, I think you were at the uh, IHOP somewhat nearby. Oh, I yeah, I was. Yeah, I, that happened right in front of the IHOP. Was I was I yeah. there when that happened? See, I think you were, but I mean that that was a long time ago, so maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. That was well. Yeah, you know how that whole. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. If it's if it's who I think it was, then yes, I remember how that went. Was it you know, what when what month was that? This would have been August 2015. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I probably was there then. So, anyway. So, yeah. Um, got it towed. So, uh, should I say the name of the tow company? Did they dick you I mean, over? I don't really care. Oh, yeah, they were dicks. Well, then, yeah, fuck them. Okay. Lovitz in DeKalb. Don't ever, don't ever call them. There's some, there's some bad people there. The lady that, uh, runs like the place. Actually, I think that's who towed your first GT, wasn't it? Yep. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. Well, you remember what an asshole the receptionist lady was. Oh yeah. Yep. I'm sure it was the same one because your incident happened less than a year later yeah. So, um, yeah. So they were a jerk. They they were jerks. They wouldn't let. Um, I had a company from Belvedere come so that they could tow the Saturn back to my mom's house, and they like wouldn't let them on the lot. They like made me pay extra to tow the Saturn to a side street so the other tow company could pick it up. Is just a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, but yeah. I learned a lot of things from that accident. Yeah. A lot of things that uh hopefully I'll never repeat. Right. Uh one of them is don't ever have anything to do with Lovitz in DeKalb if you can help it. Right. Any any towing co- I have heard nothing but bad things about towing companies cuz we we live, you know, close enough to Chicago that Lincoln Towing, those those guys. Oh my god. I've heard some horror stories and I, we've seen videos towing like uh srt jeeps with the wheels on the ground you know stuff like that it's just terrible yeah so um had it parked at my mom's house for a few weeks i took the radio out of it um put it up for sale and uh someone who i went to high school with bought it they fixed it up and drove it for a while, and then I found it for sale again in early 2016, right after the incident with your first Mustang, actually, or your first GT, and yeah. I was literally this close to buying it back. Yeah. Did like, I? Did... I think I think they had it listed for like $900. I was so close to buying it back. Um, did I tell you to buy it truth back? Truth be told, I, I mean... What? Did I tell you to buy it back? I don't I don't remember. I remember you showing me the I mean, listing. Knowing you, you probably did. Yeah, I probably did. But um no, I didn't buy it back and uh I'm not sure where it is anymore. Um the kid that I sold it to, I think he sold it to someone in a nearby town 
and uh, I haven't seen it since. I still have the VIN. I'd really like to search up the VIN and see if I can figure out where it is. I actually had a dream last night that uh, I saw that Saturn while I was driving, and uh, I I was like trying to follow it, and I was like following it through town, and I ended up losing it. I still dream about that car every once in a while. You're behind it. There's just something about your first car, you know? No, that's true. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good point. I I kind of want to try to find the VIN of my first car and look it up and just see if it's still around or not. But, like, speaking I've of that... I saved all my registrations, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. I have uh, folders for each one of my cars. Yeah. Oh, well, then, yeah, you'll have the VIN. Right, because... Well, that's what I'm slightly worried about. I guess we can lead right into this. Um, uh, so the next car then, for me, uh, they said I found the Mustang GT at Craigslist. Met up with the guy. Got it for about ten grand. It was ten two fifty. This was 2014, 2005 GT. He was nine years old. Paid about ten grand and for it. How much it. did you get for your V6? Sold it for oh that's a good question. Actually, I think I bought it for seventy three hundred, and then sold it for sixty nine. I think I got the numbers switched. Um, but yeah, I think I sold it for sixty nine, which is not bad. Um, I didn't do anything. You got more for that car than you did for oh, the other one that you just traded in. That's a good point. I think I did. No way. Well, let's think. In twenty wow. in twenty fourteen, that V six would have been nine years old. Right now, my car That's is true. sixteen years old, or my old car is sixteen years That's old. That's true. Um, yeah. So I bought, I got found this GT and I bought it. And I loved it, cherished it very much. It was my first actual muscle car. It had a V eight. It was like it was everything I wanted. It was perfect. So um, first thing I did was I cut the exhaust off. You remember that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the car had... I I loved how that thing sounded with the hacked-off exhaust. Right, because... Well, the exhaust was... The mufflers were rusted on, and for um, for Christmas that year, I asked for a straight-piped... Like a cat... A cat deleted uh, an off-road H-pipe, so a catless H-pipe. And I knew I was getting it for Christmas because that was the only thing I asked for. So I'm like, I don't care like if it's you know the only gift I want. I just want this this exhaust. So my buddy and I we were trying to take the mufflers off the GT, and they were rusted on. It was you know, pretty bad. It was eighty thousand miles. The car lived in the Midwest its whole life, so those things were rusted on. So we cut the whole exhaust off, and instead of just cutting the mufflers off, we cut the exhaust at right after the right before the uh stock h pipe so essentially it was cats and then dumped right underneath the center of the car so it would resonate throughout the entirety of the car so while it wasn't louder than what it ended up as you felt more of it you felt the noise coming from the engine every every revolution of that engine you felt coming through the seat because the exhaust was exiting eight inches beneath the seats the front seats in that car that and it would like bounce off the pavement and stuff too oh yeah 
So we cut half of the over the axle pipe on one of them, and we couldn't get the sawzall up high enough without getting it really close to the fuel line. And we were, you know, we were 18 years old. We were too, we, you know, we're like, well, we're just going to leave it. So we cut it like 90% of the way, and this pipe was hanging down. Um, and every bump I would hit, the exhaust pipe would bang off of one of the anti-roll bars in the <laughs> rear exhaust. So we, you know, we oh, would yeah. we would find some stretch of road that would be bumpy, and it would just be smacking off that the whole entire time. <laughs> um, I forgot about that. I did too until you just brought it up. Actually, um, so that was fun. And then I got the exhaust for Christmas, and then over spring break, uh, we put it on. So the car was fully, completely, entirely straight piped, and. It is still the loudest car I've ever heard, ever. Um, I remember my buddy, we were cruising around one time, and he said, yeah, when you revved at the light in front of me, I felt it in the pedals, like his feet were vibrating. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, okay. That, you had an H-pipe on that car, right? Yep, yep. So it had the stock headers, uh, an off-road H-pipe, and then it had SLP loudmouths on the back, which are muffler deletes so the, th- the car was fully in straight pipe there was not a, one cat no res actually the 2005 mustang the 05 to 09 mustangs did not come with a resonator they didn't have them it was uh cats and then muffler only and i got rid of both of those on that car and it was incredibly loud um now fun fact it was slower the car actually got slower when i did that it was tuned on 93 but it was still slower. I know this because I raced. And I still can't figure out why that is. Right. Is it like a back pressure thing? It's a back pressure and I had a shitty tune. That's the only thing I can think of. It was one of those email tunes. It wasn't a dyno tune. So I think I just was on a shitty tune and it just wasn't working. Because uh, I, I was leaving a meet one time and I had some guy pull up next to me in like an 05 to 09 GT. That was... Um, it was Bolton, regular regular mods, and he beat me. And it wasn't, like, close. He, like, pulled on me pretty well. And it was then that I was like, man, all right, well, I sacrificed performance for sound. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So you're a stance boy. Yeah, right. Um, so <laughs> that was fall 2014. Now I drove the car for a bit. It was great. I had a lot of fun. Got an exhaust ticket in it, as you do. Um, we fast forward to January. Was it 29th or 31st? 29th, I think. Oh, you're you're skipping an important part, Mike. Yeah. Your cams. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Well, okay. Okay. Christmas 2015. That's right. So... One year after I got the exhaust, I wanted cams. So I asked for a set of Detroit Rockers cams. Two of them, because it's single overhead camshaft. So I only needed two. So I had the car cammed uh, right before I went back to school after winter break in 2015 into 16, that winter break. The car was cammed, and it sounded good. Oh, man, it sounded great. Now... 
with the straight pipes before and it got even louder. Yes, it did. It got it did get louder. Um, now before the cams, one of the, my favorite things of that car was with the straight pipes. If you revved up to about four grand and let off, this thing would sound like actual gunshots, like multiples, like gunshots just firing off behind the car. It was <laughs> insane. We used to drive around campus, and I would do that multiple times. People would like hit the ground when this thing would start backfiring. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that, but going around like Grant that. and Stevenson, yeah. When I would go around by Grant and Stevenson, and I would let off, people would hit the ground. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah, that was one of my. I fa- never knew that. Yeah, it was. Oh man, that was one of my favorite things to do in that car. Is just like you don't you didn't even you didn't have to get on it. You just slowly get up to four grand and let off real quick, and it would start like firing off shots, and it was it was so loud. Yeah, people would, would dive under the under their stomachs. Um, so after you got the cams, was it Jeremy that said it sounded like a Harley Davidson? Yeah, I probably or is that that yeah, that's either a him thing or a Mickus thing. Uh, I, I mean, it kind of did. It was really really loud. Yeah, it was when yeah that was when I would be in fifth in the highway and I would just punch it. And I wouldn't go anywhere, but it would just be loud. Yeah, that would that was the Harley. <laughs> um, yeah, if I did that in my car, I would blow it up. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's an interesting point. That's something I have to look out for. Now that I have a blower, I can't be flooring it in like fifth and sixth when I'm, you know, I yeah, that's something to look out for. Uh. But yeah, I put the cams in, and it stopped backfiring because just of the way the the cam was set up. Which was, you know, it, it loped at idle. It chopped. It was loud, and it it was good. I liked it a lot. Uh, anyway, two weeks later, after I had the cams installed, um, Alex was in the car, as was my roommate at the time. Um, it was. This would be the person we referenced earlier during the SRT four discussion. Yes, we. It was the very end of January. I mean, the Mustang was my daily driver. I didn't have something for the winter, which was fine because I was only driving around school and then back home on the highway, which was always plowed. So that was okay. It was the end of January. And uh, we went through downtown uh, DeKalb, where our school is, and some guy, I don't even remember what, it might have been like a BMW or something, some guy and a girl in the car, he was kind of like, you know, messing with us, like speeding up past us and whatever, so I got next to him. He was being an ass. Yeah. So I, 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 the, it's one lane through da- through town, and then it opens up to two lanes each way uh, when you get through town. So I got next to him. And, you know, we were back and forth for a little bit, you know, just on the gas, off the gas. And then uh, I dropped it into, I'm going to, yeah, probably second. We were going slow enough. Dropped it into second. Traction control off. Because, of course, because why wouldn't I think? Punched it. And the rear end came out as, as it did, as I'm used to it doing. Except it really came out. The car was probably at a 45-degree yeah. angle at this time. We were in the inside lane. Um, no. 
Oh yeah. Yes. I guess we were. We were we? because I was surprised that he didn't run into us because we were in front of him. Um, the rear end came out. Uh, the front we were facing the right of where we should have been facing. Yeah, I just closed my eyes. I didn't even hit the brakes, honestly, because by that point, the rear end was so far out that I don't know if I could have done anything at that point. I closed my eyes, held onto the wheel, heard a lot of loud noises. I blinked my eyes open for like a quarter of a second, saw the shattered windshield, and then closed my eyes again. And what felt like an eternity of just noises and being rocked around in the car, it finally came to a stop. And I opened my eyes, and I saw the hood gone. Um, front driver's side of the engine compartment smashed in. Windshield destroyed. I heard both of you guys. I heard you yell, is everyone Okay. I looked over at I looked over in the passenger seat, he looked back at me like, you know, normal. And then my first thought was okay, well, my first thought was you guys are alive, so that's good. And my second thought was holy shit, well, this is it. And I just like <laughs> cry yelled my life is over. Because that was like the only thing I could get out at that time. Uh, we all managed to get out of the car. Did you get out of the passenger side? I can't remember. I would assume so. See, I think I did, but I actually, I don't remember like right. exiting the car. I don't remember like, I just remember like kind of standing there. And then, I don't even know. Now that I think about it, like, it's kind of a blur after the, like, actual impact. Because I remember, like, I remember the car kicking out. And I was like, oh, Mike's done this, but, like, you know, he right. knows how to correct this. Right. But then I was like, no, he's not going to correct this one. And I remember my phone was charging. It was like resting on your center console. I had a portable battery with me. Yes. And I remember just grabbing it, holding it like super tightly in my hands, and just like closing my eyes and bracing. Because like I knew what was going to happen. So then I remember us spinning. I remember yelling like, is everyone okay? And then what you said. And then I was just like, we got to get out of the car. And, um, yeah, that was, I you. remember yeah. who, uh, that must've been, uh, was it you that bought oil or was it Jeremy? That was, uh, that was Jeremy. Jeremy had just bought five quarts of oil for his car, which was sitting in my yeah, back seat, which, which promptly ended up, uh, all over your back seat. Yep. It exploded. And it's still on those seats in my garage, actually, which I have to sell now that I have a car that I'm not going to put them in. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we got out, and I just remember, like, I, I remember the police coming, and I don't even know if I looked at the car right away. Like, I know I looked at it at some point because I saw the front end and the driver's side 
completely destroyed. Right. I was, I was trying to help either you or Jeremy find something. My phone. Maybe I was trying to find something. My phone was sitting in the cup holder. My window was half open. Um, we found my phone a hundred feet away, sitting in a puddle in the street. I remember that because my yeah. we had my we had literally my parents had literally switched our insurance policies six days before, so I didn't even have it printed out yet. So I had to find my phone because that's where my insurance policy was. And I remember when that happened, mm-hmm. my our insurance needed so much like police reports and everything but like more than usual because they had to prove that this accident didn't happen before we got their policy you know but yeah my my phone ended up 100 feet outside of the car it was you i think it was either you or like that lady cop who found it someone found it and then gave me my phone it was sitting there like unlocked too I think, I think screen was on when I picked it up off the ground somehow. Um, but yeah, one, the one witness besides the guy who was next to us, who I still don't know who that was. I never learned who he was or any of that. The one witness, the guy from petrol heads. Yes. The one witness was his in, name was Jonathan something. Yeah. I remember his name. I won't say his last name, but there was one witness who saw it. One guy, who just so happened to be in our car group. And I couldn't find my phone after it happened. I remember he stopped and I grabbed his, and I asked him if I could use his phone. And he said, sure. And I called my mom. And I remember the first thing I said was, well, it finally happened. That's what I said to her. Yeah, I remember that. I remember hearing you say that. Yep. My dad and my sister were at, like, West Michigan or something, university, visiting it because my sister was looking at schools. So I didn't tell them. My sister found out because her friend told her. And, like, they were driving back, like, the next day. They didn't find out till the next day. I didn't want because I knew she was gone, and I'm like, well, she has to do this because that's important. So I didn't want to tell them. So... Well, and it was so late in the night that, like, I didn't tell my parents until the next morning either. Right. And you were okay, right? Did you have any, like, pains or any weird anything? Yeah, my head kind of hurt the next day or so, but I I was more, like, just kind of, whoa, like, you know, shaken up than anything. Right. I mean, that's, that's... Wear your fucking seatbelts, kids. My oh, phone yeah. ended up in the middle of the street. That could have been me if if I wasn't strapped in, you know? Yeah, thank God we were all wearing our seatbelts. Well, that's, like, I always wore my seatbelt before that happened, but ever since the accident, like, that was, like, it. Like, if I wasn't wearing my seat, the like, airbags did not go off in the car when that accident happened. Mm-hmm. Like, if I wasn't wearing my seatbelt, I don't know what would have happened. Um... Yeah, I was largely okay. I didn't realize till later that night that my wrist was bleeding a lot. I didn't even realize because I had my had my leather jacket on. Yeah, that that whole night, and then uh, oh, you already said his Jeremy, his arm was out the window, and like on the door, 
And I actually, I drove by there and I got out after it happened. And I, we, the car hit the building, bounced off two light poles. Like, each door was caved in. And that's where his arm was. Yeah. So he, he pulled his arm in at the last second, but he still hurt his arm pretty bad when that he happened. He had some cuts on his face, I think, too. Yeah, because, yeah. His window was down, luckily. My window was half down, and it shattered, which is what cut my wrist. But, uh, yeah, so that was my wake-up call. That was, uh, that, well, I don't know what else to say, but that was, I was 19. I had gotten... Many, many tickets before that happened. I got three tickets that night. And, uh, yeah, that was my wake-up call. My record has been clean since. And then, so that thing got towed back to the house, and we basically stripped it. After the tow yard. Yeah, after the tow yard. Yeah, I had to go, yeah. Yeah, they. I had them tow it back to our house. I literally... This tow truck driver, what did you, dude? Put the car in our garage, like back this fucking thing into the garage, unloaded it off the bed, like it was perfect. So yeah, yeah, you, me, and like a shitload of other people, we stripped the entire car. We pulled literally everything off of it. We pulled the engine and trans out. We pulled all like all the airbags out, the full interior, all the seats, I steering th- wheel. I think the only thing you didn't take besides the wheels was the rear end. Yes, right. I left the yeah. I left the rear end in. Uh, I took the drive shaft. Like, yeah. Yeah, I left. I left the rear end in. Yeah. And they. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I left the rear end in mainly because I think three of the four wheels were like dented because mm-hmm. jumping up that curb. Um, so I left, yeah, I left that on and, uh, yeah. And then they crushed it. Um, but yeah, so that was my wake up call at age 19, <laughs> 300 horsepower in 2021 is not a lot, I guess, but yeah, it's still an okay amount, but yeah, that was, uh, did a lot of sketchy things in that car. We, I almost killed you three. Well, I almost killed you three times in that car. Uh, one of which was the accident, and there was two times before. Yeah, <laughs> leaving the car wash uh, before the Paul Walker was, meet, and yep. uh, out in the middle of nowhere, coming over the hill, and we didn't know there was a stop at the bottom. Yep. Yeah. Right. Going down a hill. Cause it was, it had just snowed. So I'm like, let's go out in the Mustang and fucking drift every corner <laughs> and every straight we can. As you do. And we came over that hill. Yeah, right. And we came over that hill and there was a T intersection at the bottom and the end of the T was our side. So I'm like, all right, well, we're either going into the ditch or I'm going to rip the e-brake and get it sideways and... And then hopefully we can dig ourselves out. I didn't even think until after we managed to stop with the e-brake that there could have been a car coming. We would have been fucked. Mm-hmm. 
Did not even I that didn't even cross my mind at all until after. And then we went to Portillo's and I bought you guys food because I almost killed you guys. <laughs> I don't remember when it was. I Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, was that right before the accident, or was that okay? I got, I bought the car. In no, it wasn't that early. It was definitely in the winter time. It could have been like spring fifteen. It's either it was either spring fifteen or winter fifteen. Because I don't think. Because yeah. Well, I don't think it was the cams, so it might have been winter. It might have been like the the first snow of winter fifteen, or like one of those. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that was my first Mustang GT. Um. All right. Do you wanna? Um, we're getting to be like hour and seven minutes here. Do you wanna stop after I talk about the Buick and save the rest for next time, or what do you think? Well, uh, you do that, and then I will do my next car since it's literally the same exact car, and it'll take five seconds, and then we can stop because the car, the cars. Oh, you're not gonna, you're not gonna include the uh, the pages. You know, I'm thinking of throwing those into the uh, cars we remember as kids topic. Oh yeah, that Ma- makes sense, I suppose. Yeah, I grew up in those, and then that whole thing. Um, and the Liberty. Can't forget that. Fuck that thing. I try to forget it. <laughs> no, this Liberty was fun. If you're not going to talk about it, I am. So. All right, I'll bring up the Liberty, and I'll bring up the uh, the, the metal ball and all that. Well, okay, maybe not the metal ball. Maybe not that. <laughs> that might be illegal. It may be illegal. But, yeah, God. okay, I'll talk about the Liberty a little bit. Okay. I mean, okay. Oh, actually, I could do that now because I wrecked my car. My mom thought she could buy, like, pay for a Jeep Liberty to get me around. And then after we bought said Liberty, she was like, "You can drive this until you're done with college." And I'm like, "No, I'm buying another Mustang. That's what I'm doing." She thought she could buy this Liberty, give it to me, and then I would just drive it all willy nilly until I finished college. I'm like. Like, I I understand. I understand where you're coming from. My family, it was, uh, my family sat me down. Like, my entire extended family came over one time, and they sat me down, and they tried to talk me out of buying another Mustang until I finished school. Did I ever tell you about that? I don't think so. Yeah, right after I wrecked my first GT, my uh, aunt, uncle, and my other uncle came over, and it was for like a holiday or something. At the end of the night, they sat me down for like over an hour and just not like pleaded, but basically tried to convince me to drive not a Mustang until I finished school. And I had to like keep reiterating that, you know, like the whole reason I have friends at school is because of the car group. So I can't drive a Jeep Liberty. Like, you know. Well, it's... I mean, to be fair, look what I drove. And I was still not laughed away. No, that's a good point. That's a very good point. It doesn't matter. Okay. 
being a car enthusiast does not at all in any way, shape, or form depend on what you drive at all. But I see but, what you're saying. I get where you're coming from. Right. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, that's exactly, no, it's a very good point. That's a very good point to bring up is, yeah, being a car enthusiast, it doesn't matter what you drive. You can like cars. That's one of the reasons why I cannot stand the people who say, oh, you don't like it because you can't afford it. It's like, okay, go fuck yourself, dude. I well, can like something I can't afford. <laughs> we'll bring that up in the uh, the Pet Peeves podcast. I think that'll be a fun one. Yeah. That'll be, yeah. Okay. I Oh, yeah. That'll be, <laughs> oh, so that'll be a good carry on one. about your liberty for a minute. Okay. So my mom bought me this mid, I don't even know what year it was. I think I it was like an 03, right? That sounds about right. Um, the first generation Jeep Liberty, the it had the uh, 3.7, I believe. What a dog like first that era. was. Yeah, first era 3.7. The one saving grace was the four-wheel drive it had was the old school Jeep manual. You pull the lever, you feel it grind into four-wheel drive, and it, it was good. That, that four-wheel drive in that thing was good. I know this because I fucking sent it. Oh, yes, we did. I sent that thing in every snow-covered road I could because I had nothing else to do. Um, Yeah, I had the Liberty for a while. And soon we found out that... God, I can't believe I drove that thing. Um, That it was a fun car to drive around campus... And scream at people in and use a vuvuzela <laughs> out the window at them with. <laughs> <laughs> to this so, day, one of my favorite week- <laughs> nights from my time at NIU. Yes. We would take this thing around on Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights and just scream at people. <laughs> But it it was like it wasn't just like yelling. It was like it, it was like anti yelling. We would yell We'd say, Get out the damn street. Get out the damn street. We would scream that. We would yell, You're beautiful to random girls. That was that was a good one. And then the classic, the absolute classic. I love women. We would scream. We can't <laughs> out take of credit this for that, though. We cannot. Yeah, that is neither Alex nor I who came up with that one. It was our friend who who uh, tried to leave our house while drunk, and I blocked him with said liberty. So I was like, okay, we'll make a compromise. We'll drive That's around in the shitterdy. <laughs> yes, it, yes, it is. So we drove around in liberty. And we were trying to blow the Vuvuzela at people. And then he kept laughing every time he would go to <laughs> blow the thing. So he resorted to yelling, I love women. <laughs> at I think Spieth was with us when we did that, wasn't he? Oh, I think he was. It was like one of the was. few times he was at the house. Yeah, right. It must have been like a sorority event or some shit that oh, night. Oh, God. Um,. <laughs> Why weren't we just playing beer pong? Probably because uh, Jeremy wanted to 
go out because you know he always always had to fucking go out that's exactly why it was yeah like you can't stay in and watch and then he tried to leave street racing right yeah like we were fine sitting in the living room watching street racing videos and drinking beer why did we have to go out but okay so we're out there and um one of the sculptures at the school was a giant metal globe on top of kind of like a, a flagpole type dealio. And I don't know if it was really windy or something, but the giant globe fell. So what do we do? Um, well, we roll the thing into the street is what we do. <laughs> to, to see what would happen. Classic. Uh... And what had happened was someone pulled up in front of it, got out of their car, moved it out of the street, and we left because that was boring and we did not want, you know, we were looking for more action. So we left. And uh, that was it. That was a Jeep Liberty. I. Uh, you also which was bottomed sc- it out on a snowbank and uh, took oh, it money yeah. once. We did. Oh, yeah. So any of you who don't know, DeKalb, uh, where our school was, is Corn Town, Cornville, Farmville. Uh, it's a college campus, and all surrounding it entirely are farms. So I completely forgot about that. Holy balls. We took this thing through a field. We were just driving through a field. And let me tell you, it did not handle it well. I mean, no. it, the, it. Talk about it, a rough ride. It, yeah, right. The ride, yeah. The car was fine itself, but like. It was horrible. Every single bump was just rattling through your entire body. But uh, that was Liberty. He had it for a little while and eventually sold it pretty quickly to buy another Mustang, which I needed one with red leather because I'm an idiot, and I wanted the... I don't even know if the VIN shows you this, but I wanted one where that said it had red leather or at least in the options. So I flew out to New York from Chicago to buy an 05 GT because I had it was a premium package with full red leather, and I drove it home. I mean, I got the car for a good price, actually, so it wasn't like I was I threw Flies away a bunch of money. halfway across the but, country to buy a 2005 Mustang. Yeah, and like, even for the Shelby, I was like, I was not going to do that. I'm like, especially for a Shelby, I'm going to look at it before I do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I did that, and I had that car up until yesterday, March 10th, 2021. But you guys will hear more about that later. Let's hear about that Buick. Okay. So the second car I had was a 2000 Buick LeSabre custom which is the more like base oriented model but still um so after i crashed the saturn i was carless for about a month ish and then um my godmother's mother had passed away and they had owned this uh blue Buick and this thing was like dead mint it had 59,000 miles on it when I got it um they always took really good care of it 
And I was like, you know, it, it had a 3800 and I was like, oh, you know, 3800, those are good engines and boy, good engine. Literally have never had an issue with that engine. Like my brother owns yeah. it now. Um, after I got my current car, which you will also hear about later, um, ended up passing it down to my youngest brother. He still has it. He drives it, uh, pretty close to daily, you know, takes it to and from work and whenever he has school on campus and whatnot, still runs like a top. So that's, yeah, that's a good point. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, Whenever, Will has it now. Having He's, any uh, issue has not given him. No, it has not given him any trouble, and he's had it for eh, better part of a year now, probably about ten months. Yeah, and I'm sure he drives a little bit easier than you did. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So, um, let's see. This thing, I never really did any performance mods to it because my intention was always I'm going to keep it as nice as possible so that I can you know because in my head I was going to resell it someday that didn't end up happening and that's fine I'm glad that it went to my brother I'm glad that he has something reliable that he can drive every day right so yeah it went to him before that um just did little like maintenance here and there like replace the spark plugs you know change the oil all that fun type of stuff um right yeah had some interesting stuff happen with it though um so the cruise control went out on it uh i want to say about five months maybe a little longer maybe like seven or eight months after i got it and i never if if you know like those interiors there's a cruise control like speed selector switch and then there's an on off switch that's separate and it was the on off right. switch yeah. that went bad because if you held the switch down the cruise control would stay on but i never replaced it because this thing had a blue interior and i don't know if like i don't know if the blue interiors are like uncommon or, you know, whatever, but this thing, I could never find a button to replace that cruise control switch. Right. And, you know, people are like, oh, why don't you just put a tan one in there or a black one? And I'm like, no, because then it's going to look like shit. Exactly. So never did that. Um, I had a blowout on that car on i90 that was fun you did i forgot about that yeah i was on my way to see uh the girl i was dating at the time and uh i was doing you know like 70 ish on i90 and all of a sudden i hear bam like you know straight from the rear end and i immediately knew what it was i was like god damn it pulled over to the side of the road Changed my tire on the side of I-90, which is always a fun experience. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was the last time I had tire issues because I had new tires put on. Um, 
that car was fun. You used to, it was, it was really torquey. Those 3,800s are pretty torquey engines. So you could, uh, especially if it was wet, you could squeal the tires pretty easily. Oh yeah. I remember. Yeah. I remember doing that in that thing. Did, uh, uh I re- did a little bit of, uh, racing in that car. That was actually the first time I went to a drag strip was in that car. Yes. Running oh, a whopping 17 second quarter mile. <laughs> but you know those things That's are right. heavy and you know i'm sure if it had a supercharged 3800 it would have done a little better but um yeah oh and uh you remember when the window stopped working in that car oh yes i do did someone try to put down the window one time when we were like leaving going to get food from a meat or something no it was when because that car had a front bench seat, remember? So yes, because we like we, we rode three wide, yeah, one time. <laughs> yeah, we were all piled into that thing, and then Jeremy was like, the window's not going up, and I was like, uh, I thought he was pranking me at first, and then, no, it wasn't going up. And uh, boys and girls, if you're ever looking to buy a Buick, Regal, LeSabre, or Park Avenue from that era... Uh, be aware your window regulator will probably fail because those power window mechanisms suck. That is like the number yes. one complaint with those cars is the windows. Yep. Yep. My uncle has a century and his windows went out on him. Yep. I don't know if like the glass is too heavy for the design of the like regulator. I don't know what the issue is, but, um, seems like a lot of people have problems with those. And I was no stranger to them. I, eventually, I just quit using the windows because I was always afraid they were going to stop working out of nowhere. Right. No, I remember that idea. Yeah, I do remember that. Couldn't yell at people. <laughs> nah. Which was kind of a bummer because I'm a person that always likes to drive with the windows down. Oh, yeah. It's part of being a car enthusiast. So, I mean, that thing was always so quiet. But, yeah, I had a lot of fun in that car. That car was, uh, that was when I started, like, clinicals and I had to do a a lot of commuting. That car never once let me down through all that driving. I want to say that by the time I was said and done, I probably put close to 60 or 70K on that car. Yeah, man, you put a ton of miles in that thing. I, I, something I haven't thought about until now recently. Yeah, you never had like an issue with that besides stuff that, you know, like windows, which whatever, but you never had any engine issues ever or trans anything. It was all general maintenance stuff. I guess the only thing I had that wasn't really general maintenance, I had a brake line that rusted out and then I had, uh, uh, part of a fuel line that needed to be replaced, but everything, literally everything else was uh, just general maintenance. Yeah, those are bulletproof. It was yeah, super reliable car. I just don't have much to say, like, you know, there's no real, like, fun stories or anything about it, except for, you know, racing it and stuff. Well, so, yeah, we used to... Uh... You know, we would street race everything, anything we had. I would, I raced the Liberty a bit. You raced the Buick a lot. 
um, yeah, we used to race those things at our meets quite regularly. Yeah, and always a good time. It beat the uh, it beat the Outback. I know that. <laughs> yes, it did. The, yeah, the Buick and the Outback. That was the matchup with that car. That well, was that, that and was the uh, Explorer. Yeah, the Explorer. And did you ever run the Escape? The uh, you know, I can't Jordan's remember. Jordan's Escape. I want to say yes, but I can't remember. Maybe we'll have right. to get Jordan Probably. on the podcast and see what he has to say. Man, yeah, we we really do. Yeah, uh, we yeah you had to have raced it at least once or twice. Uh, the way Jordan would drive that Escape, holy shit, that would. <laughs> I remember leaving Nico's. Anything. The way, yeah. Oh, remember going out in the show right after he got it? Holy shit. Oh, my God. Dude, that thing is just nuts. He took me, when I went to see I, him uh, over the summer, well, you've never been in the Cobra, have you? I haven't even seen the Cobra, no. Dude, that Cobra is nuts. He's, like, he's like doing burnouts, and, like, as soon as it, like, he finishes the burnout and it, it like, catches the pavement, you know, it feels like the car's going right. to fall apart. And he's just here, like, banging the gears. I'm like, holy shit, Jordan. Like, I would I would be terrified <laughs> to drive the way he does. Right. Well, yeah, exactly, that's exactly it. You <laughs> uh, uh, you watched the video I just put in, in the group chat with the, the blower wine. And, like, I, like, floored it in first let it go all the way out and then i put it in second and it was like nice and slow i'm like eh i'm not gonna yeah no i feel that it's uh so i want to see the cobra since you drove the st does that mean i get to drive the shelby yeah i just need to tell you that the how the clutch is cuz it's one of those cars that you got to you can't be feathering the clutch you need to be letting the clutch out quick um yeah I looked it up, yeah, because 07, Shelby specifically, 07, 09, but 07 specifically, the clutch, if you feather the clutch too much, it'll overheat the flywheel and then warp it. Really? Yeah, so there's two things on the 07s. It's the clutch, which the issue I just said, and the crankshaft pulley is too heavy for the stock car. So if you start adding power, such as a pulley, like a supercharger pulley, it'll destroy the crank pulley, which in turn could throw the crank off and blow your whole engine. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, so people swap on the new Shelby pulleys onto those. So, I mean, first things first, tires. and then, And then after that, We'll see. I mean, it's intake pulley in tune, but if I'm doing that, I'm probably going to do the crankshaft pulley at the same time, but we'll see when that comes. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to have the belt off and everything, you might as well. Right. I'm, yeah, I might as well. It's like it's like 700 bucks for a new crank pulley, though. It's insane. It's a piece of metal. It's machined. That's I, how I, they get you, you know, man. But yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It's just a Ford. It's just a 5.4, but that doesn't mean it's the same 5.4 out of the F-150 because it is not. <laughs> it's just a Ford? 
I want to say something just a small right block now, but forward. I don't know if I should. <laughs> well, it isn't just a van. No, it is not. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, I had that Buick from late September 2015 until uh, until uh, last May, technically May 2020. Yeah, right. And now my little brother yeah, owns it, so I still see it. I just drove it. Um, actually, we went to uh, the card shop in January, and it was like right after it had snowed. So I was, I was drifting with it, and like, I I kicked it out like a lot further than I thought I would, and my little brother was like, "Whoa!" Like, it was fun. Because <laughs> now that I don't own it, I'm not scared to beat on it anymore. Right, exactly, exactly. You did enough maintenance on it. It should be fine. I did. I had the transmission fluid changed before I gave it to my brother. Had the wheels balanced. I did something else. I can't remember what else I had done with it, but I tried to make sure it was as sound as possible. Oh, I changed the uh, I changed the serpentine belt, and as I was right. uh, l- loosening the tensioner to. Uh, like get the belt back on my hand slipped off the wrench and I punched myself in the face. That's, that's always a bad one. Yeah. But I think the worst one is when you punch a piece of metal and you break your knuckle open because Holy balls is that it's like instant rage and then into immediate pain. It's like the worst of both. I thought punching I yourself in the nose. face. Oh geez, yeah. Okay, it yeah. went because you like yourself in the nose. You know, you gotta, you have to relieve tension off the tensioner so you can like slide the belt underneath. And my my hand slipped off of the box wrench I was holding, just went straight into my nose. It hoit. Jeez, yeah. I just, it does hoit. Yeah, I something I was just doing. I was working on my car before I sold it. I was fixing some stuff up. Oh, I was changing the oil, and the oil, uh, the uh, filter wasn't coming off. Oh, it broke loose, and I, cl- yeah, I clocked myself in the face <laughs> with that one. That's always so that a was fun, fun one when your oil filter isn't coming off. Yeah, clock yourself in the face and get oil all all over the garage. Yep, which is, which is fun. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So well, yeah, that was good. That was our. Those are our. Original cars, not including the cars we have now, which we were trying to get into here, but I'm, I'm glad we talked more than that because, you know, that's what we do. Yeah. But I think we will save we will save our current cars and the search for our current cars, especially uh, for another time. Um, if, if, if anyone has interest in that, uh, we, we'll talk about that for sure. Oh, we'll talk about uh, it. We gotta. Of course. We have to. We have many, many topics to cover, so we'll have to hit that eventually. Maybe next time. We'll see if anyone shows any interest in this at all. I don't even know how I'm going to publish this, where I'm going to publish this, who I'm going to show it to, but we'll we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, that that has been our history of car ownership up until right before the cars that we have most recently bought. Alex's car, since... Uh, Spring of last year in my car since literally yesterday. I got a new one, which uh, 
Spoiler mm. alert, mine is a uh, 2016 Ford Focus ST. Focus ST, and mine is a 2007 Shelby GT500. So, uh, I guess Mike converted me over to Fords or something. I, Something like that. Well, I mean, the Focus ST is just such a good platform. I mean, the, for the money, the bang for the buck, for what you get for the aftermarket, the tuner market, it's just incredible. The interior quality in your car... Like, you're going to see mine, you're going to laugh. You think so? I mean, it's... So imagine my car, all those, all the shitty plastic pieces my, uh, of my old car, like in a dash, but leather-wrapped. That's literally all the Shelby is. They just wrap the shitty plastic in leather. Well, That's it, it was 2007, <laughs> and you're only laughing until you feel it. That, yeah, until you punch it and you hear the blower whine, and then, and then, right. and then you forget all about it. Right. But we'll save that but, for uh, next time. We probably better end this here. Yeah, I, I think it was pretty... I think it's good. Uh, but yeah, uh, well, thanks everyone for listening. Whoever, however, single digits, many of you are listening to this <laughs> first episode of uh, Lot C2. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, be sure to let us know. Somewhere down below, whatever platform this is on, which I'll figure out hopefully soon. <laughs> and tune um, in next time. Yeah. Tune in next time for the topic that we will decide on the spot before we record. Um, or maybe during. May, yeah. 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 Probably. We'll, yeah. We'll just have the Google Doc open and we'll just pick and choose <laughs> something that sounds good. Uh, All right. Yeah. I think this is pretty good uh i've been mike and uh i've been alex uh i want to say thanks to all of you for listening and tuning in and uh hopefully you stay tuned and hopefully you had fun and if you have any suggestions or comments on how we could be improve or change anything or whatever let us know and uh we look forward to uh, hearing from you guys soon uh, thanks everyone for listening